Christmas week. It's Christmas week. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. It's the... I know we go globally, but if you do support Christmas... All right, support Christmas? Celebrate. That's what you do. (laughs) Please give us your support for Christmas. (laughs) I'm strictly a Kwanzaa man myself. Uh, Yeah, we are the Trail Island Podcast. We're a couple of days out before Christmas. Oh my God, it's so exciting. Is it? Christmas is Friday this year. We're yeah, a, I think so. What is it? Well, Wednesday. A great today. day for Christmas to be on. Yeah, that's terrific. Happy, happy days. It's, yes. it's interfering with my with my weekend. It is. Oh, <laughs> you poor thing, poor Steve uh, and his Christmas grinchiness. Christmas uh, gives me an excuse to overeat. I'm not. I'm not a Grinch. The Grinch is redeemed by the end of that film. I'm never going to love Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I think we should just... You know what? Steve is a lost cause mm-hmm. on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are the Trailer Island Podcast where we compare films in their trailers. Did the uh, film deliver what the trailer promised? And this week we figured it's a Christmassy week of sorts. What's a, what's a new, recent, reasonably recent Christmassy film? And we set it on this one. Mm. Iron Man 3. <laughs> that is a Christmas movie, it is isn't a Christmas it? Movie. Oh, I need to watch Iron Man three again now. Is it really? Yeah, it's because um Shane it's Shane Black, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Who he he loves Christmas. He has a weird yeah. obsession with Christmas, and so he likes to just set because st- he he was involved in Die Hard, wasn't he? No, he wrote Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon, that's and that's a Christmas film as well. Yeah, and then I think Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, his first directorial film, that's also yeah a Christmas film. He loves Christmas. Anyway, we're not talking about um, Iron Man 3 today, Well, we we talked about Lethal Weapon. Speaking of Lethal Weapon, who stars in that? Mel Gibson. Hot damn. Mm. And uh, this week we've got a Mel Gibson film. Is Is he back? Is he back on the horse? What's going on? Was he ever off the horse? I mean, I don't know. Oh, I think he was. He was. He was. He was pulled over for a while there. I think. <laughs> okay. He's saying horse. Yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, who would like to introduce this week's film? Um, Steve, would you? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, this week's film is Fat Man. I've lost my influence. Maybe it's time I retired the coat. You still have it. Some kids with a deer rifle put two holes in the sleigh, one in me. All I have is a loathing for a world that's forgotten. The United States military would like to procure your services. This is a one-time deal, gentlemen. How are you, Mike? Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Where are you? What's the job? I'd like you to kill Santa Claus. I'm looking for the fat man. You can't be serious. This is what people actually think of me. Christmas is a farce. I am a joke. What's the purpose of your visit? Hunting. I'm going to kill some things. There is a rising number of our youth making poor decisions. Big man's head. Severed heads rot, they mold. They don't want his beard. I'm not shaving off a dead man's beard. Your workers sure have healthy appetites. That's why elves live much longer than humans. And Chris, he does the same. No, it's a giving that keeps him young. I've come for your head, fat man! Dashing through the snow. You're the first? Think I got this job because I'm fat and jolly? Jingle bells, jingle bells, 
Okay, I'm going to start by just saying that that trailer is amazing. I love that trailer. But this is why I am now so angry. Because, okay, we'll start with the trailer. I don't want to go into like rant mode, right? It is Christmas and we're all about just Christmas cheer. And I love Christmas personally. I think Christmas is a great time of year. And this film should have been a wonderful Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. Well, it is a Christmas film. But that trailer has... It, it leans into those stereotypes and cliches of Christmas. You've got the Christmas carols and all of those kind of sort of things and these, these kind of wonderful one-liners in that trailer and all this heart and fun. And then when you watch the movie, it's this really dreary and drab... Disagree. ...slog. I, this film was such a... Miss, just missed its potential. Disagree. In my opinion. And, and that's the thing, I was so excited for this film because that trailer, I think, is, is absolutely terrific. It really gets you hyped up to see, a, to see Father Christmas be John Wick, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that trailer is selling. And I just, I really, I, I, I'm keen to talk about this film because I really feel like this film did not live up to that trailer at all. It's weird because in the film, Christmas occurs like halfway through the, through the movie. I just thought like the, the whole like sort of third act of the film might actually sort of take place at Christmas, though. It doesn't. No, it, it, takes it place doesn't. Like New Year. Yeah, it's or like sort of, two weeks after it. The actual him delivering gifts is sort of just glossed over as a short scene. He's like, "Yeah, we'll be right back," and he then he just comes back. And... I want to talk about that as well because I, I I was sitting there and I was like, "This looks like a really cheap film to make," and I was counting every time that they little sort of glossed over something that might be a little bit expensive to film. <laughs> and so you, well, you, I looked at the budget. It was $20 million yeah, to make this. Yeah. And I think most of that went into Mel Gibson's pocket. And Walton Goggins as well. It doesn't look expensive, does it? I, I looked the other day and it only made like $400,000 worldwide. Oof. Or in America. Now, we should talk about what the film is actually about. Yes, just for, yes. our, for our dear Good listeners. idea, good idea. Um, so this film, um, despite, despite my own reservations about how muddled I think the plot is, is, is I'll try and get this as simple as possible. Muddled it, the plot? I, go, I, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. no, I, I have some big issues with this movie. Like, strap in, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, this, so this film, uh, Father Christmas, is played by Mel Gibson. It's a realistic reimagining of that character. He's not got the big red coat or anything. He's just like a normal big person who lives in the north pole or the northern part of america actually i think he's canada in canada sorry and um so he's doing his thing and he they you know there's a bit of a commentary on how people are losing the spirit of christmas and sort of their their business if for one of a better words is dwindling and they don't seem to feel the love anymore and then on the other side of that we've got a young rich kid who gets a lump of coal for christmas because he's a bad boy and he decides to hire a hitman, played by Walter Goggins. Walton. Sorry, Walton Goggins. Is yeah. that? Is, I thought it was Walter. No, it's Walton. Walton Goggins. There you go. And uh, he, he hires his hitman to kill Father Christmas. And um, Walton Goggins also has his own motivations mm-hmm. for hating mm-hmm. Father Christmas as well. So he's more than happy to take the job. And that's pretty much the film, mm. really. And there's also a bit of a subplot about Father Christmas, or, or rather Mr. Kringle, as he is in this film, and in Mrs. <laughs> Kringle, um, not having enough money. So they accept a contract from the military to make weapons within the year to sort of make up some of those losses that mm-hmm. they're having. And that, and that sort of 
throwing up some sort of doubts of well, what are we what are we doing? What are we here for? See, what you've just said there is a is a really well constructed character piece. This film, the premise is terrific, yeah. and is so exciting. If Edgar Wright made this movie, it would be amazing. <laughs> Like, I don't want to like jump to the end, but there's just so much, so many missed opportunities. Like, where was at the end and during this, this, this massive fight? Well, was, I say massive, it was just they just fire some pistols at each other and it's over. <laughs> where, where, when did Father Christmas come out with his big coke and say, you know, like, ho, ho, and get out some Gatling guns on that kind of thing? Like, it needed that kind no, of comedy. They played it too seriously and too. Everyone's too broody. I there's love there's that. no heart. There's no love. There's no fun. The, the person having the most fun in this is Walton Goggins. Yeah, yes, yeah. But he's the only character who I thought actually wanted to be there. I think it's it it's serious because it wants to concentrate on character motivation, and I don't think the character character motivation in this film is anything outstanding. It's not it's not amazing writing. It's all been done before, but they lean into it. They enjoy it. And they make the most of it as well. Oh, they they do what they can with what is a very poor script. They they do what they can um, with the twenty million dollars they're given. I just think that this film, and also because of that trailer, like there's there's no fight scene with a, a Christmas Carol over the top. Doesn't like the, need to be. The music is quite good in this film. I actually quite like the score. I just think that if you're going to make a, if you're going to make a film as with a ridiculous premise like someone's going to assassinate Father Christmas, you need to have fun with it. You can't play it straight. You don't you don't think they had fun with this? I really don't think they had fun. I think they they said let's try and do let's try and be John Wick and take this as seriously as possible and be gritty and be Jason Bourne. I don't I didn't get that um, that feeling I, from that at all. I I was so angry when I watched this film. <laughs> This is not a. It's not a great film. No, okay, it's, I no, want to stress not. that. But, but it could. It could have been a good bad movie. Like we I think to, it is a good bad. movie. I don't think it is. I got no joy out of this at all. Oh, I, I really. I enjoyed everything. Every, every time I saw Mel Gibson on screen, and the writing they did for Chris Kringle, finger quotes. Uh, <laughs> I was. I was enthralled. I was like, okay, I can see where this is going. I'm like, this is Chris Kringle at his lowest. What's going to push him back into the hopeful spirit? Mel Gibson does have some really mm. nice moments in this where he does tear up a bit when he's talking to his elves and when he thinks he's betraying his values, that kind of thing. Like he does, There are good bits in it, don't get me wrong. I particularly like a montage of when Walton Goggins' character is um, driving from yeah, America. Yeah, I love that. And it's just all these jump cuts just basically mm-hmm. through his windscreen and you sort of, you know, stuff changes on his um, dashboard. He's got a few souvenirs and stuff. Oh, that, that was quite good. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like that was sort of um, sort of alluding to a style of film that, just was under the surface of this with a different director or a different team could have pulled more comedy out of it and they this team that they had just they just weren't tuned into it i think as much as they could have been i know i've got really fired up and i'm sorry <laughs> merry christmas everyone but no that's okay i you know i i as i seem to have done throughout this year sort of sit in the middle between you two guys <laughs> Where I I thought Mill Gibson in this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed every single bit of him in this. But everything else was only skin deep. They didn't yep. really dig into the lore of things mm-hmm. too much. There wasn't, as Matt says, enough of that stuff that makes me go, this guy is Santa. You, you know, would have, you would have thought someone before Walton Goggins has gone. I'm pretty sure I could track Santa through the postal service. <laughs> yeah, well, you, it, it's it's I don't know it's it. You know, Father Christmas is, you know, we see him as this jolly guy and in this he's gun-toting dude. And, yeah. like, in the trailer I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm going to really enjoy this. 
But, you know, it just, they didn't get into, you know, he just goes and comes back over a night and he's done Christmas. We're like, oh, so we're not getting any of that. We don't really get much of the assassin. What's his name? I know it's Walton Goggins. but They call him the skinny man or um, he does say his name is, oh, I've forgotten what it is though. <laughs> uh, it the skinny matter. man. Skinny man. His, you know, he's collecting gifts that people have got from Santa, like, that was never really fleshed out. Like we we know in the end, yes, because he got a thing of coal, or he only ever got yeah. a small toy, and mm. he's trying to collect all these other toys. I'm like, that was sort of it. But, but why is he doing it? Kind exactly, of yeah. exactly. And what mm. I really dislike what it, when a film does this to show someone as being bad, really unmotivated reasons for killing people. You know, just randomly killing people because, like, oh, you mm, might have seen my yeah. face. So I'm just gonna like the guy that just helps him in the postal service. Yeah. You know, why why shoot a guy, then put his jacket on, then go in and yeah. shoot another guy, and then just walk out? Now, I agree with you there, but strangely enough, you know, when that guy was trying to help him, and he's like, and he's trying to find the pen, yeah, and he can't find the pen, and, and he's going, no, it's to the left. To there you go, mm. yeah, yeah. That was the kind of fun I wanted more of. Yeah. That yeah, that kind of like this okay. guy's at gunpoint. And then there's suddenly this this sort of absurd comedy where he's try he has to write something down, but because he's so petrified, he can't look to see where his pen is. And because well, he's got a gun to his face, because he's, he's got a gun to his face. But it's got that kind of comedy of the assassins going like, okay, yeah, no, to the left, yep, no, yep, there it is. Okay, now write this down or write it down. I wanted more of that. Yeah, well, I I agree, and just but I just really struggle with the unmotivational killing of people mm. just for the sake of showing someone being bad. Like it doesn't it's not actually, mean anything, and, yeah. and it's not a smart move by the character no. either. And it, it's You're not doing character stuff. development or anything. Is no, it, really? it doesn't build on anything. It makes me go, oh, that's just sad. It doesn't make me go, <laughs> oh, that was silly. I'm just like, that's like it's a stupid move by the character, and to me, that's really poor writing. In mm. fairness, it's lazy. It's, it is a stupid movie. It is, but you can be smarter about things than that. You can get more out of it by writing smarter than that, being <laughs> well, more clever do, about yeah. your, a character's motivations, which is simply by just not doing what they did. You can just move on from something. I, I was sort of expecting the skinny man to... They, they give him a little bit of subtext as well. I mean, he cares for a hamster and they, 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 they sort of try and push this, oh, he does care a little bit sort of motivation, but... When he does dumb. stuff like that, Just dumb. you go, okay, they're really, really dialing it back to single-dimensional character here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I like the hamster stuff. I thought that that was an interesting element. Mm-hmm. But again, they didn't push it far enough. Like, I was expecting the hamster should have died. Yeah, I thought, or maybe Father yeah. Christmas was, or someone, someone Father Christmas related like an elf would accidentally kill the hamster. Yeah, which they probably end. did freeze to death. Pro- well, well, we, don't, we don't know what happens to it, do we, in the end? <laughs> it just disappears. He buys a bigger cage for it at some point with a wheel, yeah, which is quite funny because he has it up on the dashboard and he's like running as he's driving. <laughs> but then it, the hamster just nothing happens with it. I, I think that the whole subplot of them needing the extra money with a military contract didn't need to be there. I think it was tacked on because the elves are alluded to for the first half of the movie. We don't see an elf anywhere, mm. but as soon as this military subplot sort of comes in. That's when you see the elves. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I think in either like the end stages of shooting this film, they've come up with this to extend out the 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 90 minute time frame. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it felt tacked on. It, yeah. I just, like, I wanted more of the magic of the yeah, elves doing stuff. Absolutely. I wanted to see them, you know, they're building up to Christmas. They need to be, you know, doing all the, building all these toys. I want to see the magic of all of that happen. Do you know the one moment in this film where I thought suddenly it was going to do something really clever and quite cool? 
was when the military when the military do sort of take over when I, well yeah they take over they're not actually malicious in this film they just it's a contract they're not actually trying to mm. destroy christmas but um they they cut off the bells of the elves shoes yeah. i think for health and safety i think is the reason set of the metal detectors so, uh, me- metal detectors <laughs> that's right and i thought that was an interesting element they could have built on which was if you lose that kind of paraphernalia you know that's what christmas is about the kind of the you know it's the christmas tree it's the christmas hats the tinsel all that kind of all that kind of stuff i thought that was going to be a thing that they were going to do i thought and, they did do it well they for me it was just that one moment and then after that they kind of just went oh now they're just happy working for the military i thought that played into um chris's character motivation a little bit more his arc Perhaps, perhaps. He was sort of losing the magic of Christmas and the West military coming in and taking over was sort of making that a little bit worse as well. Like everything in this movie, they just didn't take it far enough. Where where was the confrontation of Father Christmas going to the general saying, you, you need, I, I get why we're doing this, but can you give us something back kind of thing? Like, let's like, like, do ima- it our way. Imagine know? if we got a scene where Father Christmas, he's being beaten down by this guy and all mm. of a sudden, through the power of Christmas, the elves have reattached the bells to their shoes and they come out and they are badass <laughs> and they are a force to be reckoned with. That would have been great. Be $10 million over budget. You <laughs> <laughs> know what this film actually felt like? It felt like a really, really good quality student film. I disagree. This was made mm. by the, the top people in their class, and they were like, okay, here's 90 minutes, you do what you need. The, I'm really, really interested to see what these two directors do next. The, I'm not. This, I, they're dead to me. Um, This film <laughs> is... Merry Christmas, this, everyone. This film is just missed joke after missed joke. Like, when the elves start making these weapons for the military, where was a joke where, because they're so used to making Christmas toys, the first few weapons that come out are Christmas-themed or have, you know, like... No, nah, I hate it. I think that would have been really funny. Like, they're so used... They're so set in their ways. Like, they're... It was just. You've been watching Santa Claus again, haven't you? Oh, uh, that's a that first Santa Claus movie is really good. It isn't. It is. It's a great movie. You're talking about the Tim Allen film. Yeah, yeah. the first one. Right. I I really like the, the one the, that's based on the law premise. The others not not so much. Now I want to talk about the the structure of this movie as well, because we established that this assassin character hates Chris Kringle already. Yeah. So why on earth do we have a child character who hires him? I love it. Firstly, the child actor, I mean, all child actors have this issue, but he's terrible in this film and he has terrible dialogue <laughs> and I hated every, no, no every moment no he, contest. he was on screen. I thought, oh, I'm just going to tune out until this scene is over because Walton Goggins should have been the primary antagonist without this kid character no, like pulling that. the strings. I think mm. it would have been much better... The film, firstly, the first half hour can be skipped. The film should have started with the phone. <laughs> if we're going to keep the child character hiring the assassin, the film needs to start with the kid waking up Christmas Day and getting coal. That's where the film needs to start. That happens half an hour into the movie, by which point I've already tuned out because it's boring and god-awful. And it's like, that should have been the beginning and that would have got you more invested. And then, at that point, you as an audience member are thinking, what, so are we talking about the actual Father Christmas? And then the film can really enjoy actually introducing you to the real-life Kris Kringle. And you go, oh, wow, like he's actually real. And that would have been a much better way to have structured this film either cut the kid entirely because you don't need him or if you're going to keep him start the film with him making the phone call to call the hit on chris Grimble. anyway that's that's my piece it is a trash <laughs> film i'm not i'm I not was contested so angry but 
I think this is a prime example of a good bad film. No, it isn't. This is a really this is like Mortal Engines level for you. I, I, so by that I, argument, you should really like Mortal Engines. No, no, that's a trash trash film. No, you see, Mortal Engines actually has a, trash in it. Yeah, a structure I saw it. behind. Look, we're not gonna we're not gonna drag up that conversation again because that's our that podcast goes for about forty minutes, I think. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. Now, when you have those, you know, films that are so bad they're good. Speaking as now as an adult, I would suggest that they only work if you can sort of see yourself see yourself sitting down with a few mates, have a few drinks, and just laughing at the movie. Like, that's what I would do. With like this. like Nicolas Cage's Wicker Man, like that is one of those movies. This film, if you sat down with a few drinks, you would end up shooting yourself no. through the face. This through is depression. terrific. This is I... something you can actually sit down and go. Why is Walton Goggins doing the things that he is doing, <laughs> and then laugh at that? I I, I absolutely. I like this. Is, I've sort of I've, I've got a soft adore. Like oh, I'm adoring this a little bit. Walton Goggins' stuff <laughs> was the best in the movie. I do like Mel Gibson in this film, but Walton Goggins looks like he had the most stuff to do per se. I really I, like I, the head elf. I really like all the principal actors in this. I thought Mrs. Claus was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She looks like oh, Miss Kring- Kringle. Miss Kringle, yeah, she was great. But she was the only one that doing like she was always making cookies. Which was yeah. a which was a Christmas thing, and we should have had and, and more I, of that. I, I did, I I did like, um, you know, she'd make all these cookies, and Chris Kringle was just like, he was sort of angry, and she'd offer him cookies. He's like, yeah, well, well, all right, all right. <laughs> it right, sounds like angry. you two wanted this film. You wanted all the bare bones, but you wanted it to be set in in Tim Allen's The Santa Claus universe. Not specifically that universe, but I just wanted it to be more Christmassy. Yeah, it just, <laughs> because that trailer has. Um, Christmas carols yeah, in it. it and, and I think that's where it really misses the mark is that I don't think it's a Christmas movie like, I think it's a Christmas it, movie it just happens at Christmas time but, but it's I, not a Christmas movie I personally think Prometheus is more of a Christmas movie than this because Prometheus <laughs> well, um, technically yeah because yeah, um, he put uh, Idris Elba puts up a Christmas tree in, in Prometheus at the beginning and I think that that's more of a Christmas film than, than this Sad excuse. Mm. Realistically, for a by the time the action happens in this film, it's probably around Easter, so it's sort of an Easter film. <laughs> Is it a good Easter film? <sighs> no, it's a good Christmas film. Ah, uh, no, I won't be watching it again. I was. I started watching this because I was like, okay, I need to get through this. Matt, <laughs> you'd already told me it was terrible. Steve, you told me you enjoyed it, so I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this now. And I put it on. It sort of got halfway through, and my wife, she came in, she was started watching it as well, and she was just like. <laughs> what is and like you know you got to the bits where he's just randomly killing people she's like nah this is nah nah it's just nah Miss nah. Potential this film really could have been something special this really could have been something great <laughs> you know you know when someone looks at you with real disappointment <laughs> every day th- that was the look on her face at, at the screen she was just like <laughs> whoa like she looked genuinely frustrated yeah like, she's like uh, like i was like oh did i forget to do the washing and it's like no she was annoyed with the movie i was like you know what that really visualizes how i feel about this in parts too. was she more annoyed at this than she was at mortal engines oh that's a good question not to like put words in her mouth or anything obviously Maybe we shouldn't. I say. think I think she probably enjoyed Mortal Engines more than this, and mm. I think I might have enjoyed Mortal Engines more. There's than more this. magic in Mortal Engines. There's more heart <laughs> and trash. <laughs> mm, mm. Right, come on. Let's. Uh, I think I, 
I don't know what much else there is to say. Oh, okay, no, I, I, w- I would actually like to talk about something I actually liked about the movie because okay. despite my... my I, I am quite angry, as, as I'm sure everyone's picked up. Um, but having said that, there, there are elements of this that, that I really liked. And, and, and chief among them, were, again, was that scene where Mel Gibson has to address his elves to tell them, hey, uh, look, we're going to accept this contract from the military. I thought that that was actually really beautifully done. Yeah. That was it. really nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, any scene with Walton Goggins, apart from the shootout at the end, which was really disappointing, they basically fire a couple of shots at each other, hide behind a log, and then it's over. I found that a lot Spoilers, of... Spoilers, Matt. People are going to see this. Don't, don't go. Don't, do not see this oh, movie. Man. Don't go. <laughs> You're going to ruin your... the magic. Oh, there's no magic. The Christmas just, magic. You, you Just watch Die Hard. Okay, that's a better Christmas film. We're a few days out from Christmas, Matthew. Show a little cheer. Where you just didn't you just preface this with? I know, I and, then, and, then, and then I got really angry again. I'm I'm really sorry, everyone. No, um, Walton Goggins is really good in this film. He I, again, he's not quite as fleshed out as he could have been, but I feel like there's some stuff with his character that's quite interesting and quite cool, and his performance is actually quite good. Um, so that's worth seeing. Mel Gibson is great. I loved Mrs. Kringle. She was lovely, mm. and she has some really good scenes where she has to talk up. Um, Chris Kringle, where he's mm. feeling down and she tries to put him back. But their relationship is really nice in this. I really liked that. And so there are a few, there are actually some really good things in, in this film. I just feel like it just missed the mark ever so slightly and it could have been so much more special. Plus, plus, you also get to see Santa post coitus as well. <laughs> Never seen that in another film, have you? Uh, well, no. No, that it, this is true. Yeah. There you go, everyone. That's, yep. Okay, well, yeah, that's in there too. Making uh, little Santas. This this is an R film, isn't it? It is. It's it's R. I think mostly I for the violence. I, I would say mainly for the violence because the language wasn't that. Oh no. oh, sorry. There was one other thing I I loved. There was one thing I oh oh oh, oh, oh I'm before I'm slowly no, don't, turning him. Don't don't stop the recording. Um, what I loved is this. I they did play on the fact that Father Christmas obviously knows everyone. Yeah, and I like so that bit. There was no, a lovely good. scene at a bar where he, you know, tells he tells this guy who's hitting on the barmaid, "Hey, you should go home to your your um wife, wife and, and kids, wife and kids, and you know, be a good boy, essentially." And he does, and that was you know, Father Christmas doing good things. And then when the military are over at his place, he just because he knows everyone, he just refers to everyone by their first name, and they always look kind of confused, like how? Because I don't think a lot of them are, have actually been told who he is. I feel like that was a secret uh, only the generals and the higher ups. No, and they're just there to guard the exteriors. Or well, when that when those uh, two suits rock up, they were like, "We were warned that you were, yeah, that you knew that sort of thing." But there I, was I, a bit of lore and there's a bit of lore. stuff yeah. about the universe that you know. And, but in, I love yeah. how yeah, he just, he'd be walking past a, a couple of soldiers. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Tim. And they'd like go uh, hi. Kind of. I thought that was cool. That was in, that yeah. was really nice. It was endearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are we going to give this? Oh, it's uh, got to be cookies. Miss, Miss Kringle's cookies, surely. Not shoe, shoe Santa's bells. Santa's heads. Uh, shoe bells. I like, no, nah, I think cookies. Police cars. Santa's heads. Christmas Lumps cookies. Of coal. Santa's heads. Not, no, not Santa's heads. Christmas cookies. I think, oh. It is Christmas, Ooh, everyone. It what is about Christmas. The, the real. <laughs> oh, I just remember this. The really weird weapon he's got like strapped to his like shin that stabs things <laughs> oh yeah the... <laughs> so okay just, actually just actually we, we have we did do mortal engines a few weeks ago was that contraption better. on the same was that better, better or worse than better. the backwards shoe much because, better yeah. much better because it was practical stupid and didn't rely on a single move you could actually be malleable with this thing oh, shin shin swords <laughs> So what we're no, Christmas cookies. Yeah, oh, Christmas cookies. Let's, let, yeah. 
Uh, this is a really good, bad movie. Two stars. Uh, all the performances are pretty, pretty great. Uh, but uh, if you really, really like Christmas, you love the message of Christmas, this isn't the film for you. No. <laughs> if you've lost all hope in humanity, the event of, of, of the year as well, this is definitely the, the film for you. It's going to install a little bit more hope in you, a little <laughs> bit more hope. Uh, and, um, yeah, the, the Santa coitus is, is definitely a couple of extra marks right there. Uh, <laughs> you and, don't see it, though. And I think the, the cookies... It's quite subtle. This, the cookies in this film are, are pretty much food porn because they look delicious. So did you say two? Two. So all of that and you give it two. Yeah. That's, that's, that was actually a lovely review. That's a, that's a, it's a bad movie, but I oh. liked it. <sighs> hey, look, I can't judge you for that because I do oh. like Mortal Engines. So. Uh, Matthew, uh, no, actually, no, we'll finish with Matthew. Okay, okay. I'm going to... Oh, yeah, I, I disliked it more than I liked it. So if I liked it as much as I disliked it, it'd be two and a half, but I disliked it more than I liked it. So it's going to be two as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the principal actors I thought did a really good job at this, the skin deep story, not really fleshing things out and really glossing over what we were promised in the trailer, you know, just didn't sell it for me. So I'm, for other reasons, I'm going to go with two mm-hmm. as well. I'll, I'll try and be as quick as I can and, and not get angry. I'll just be quick. For me, this film, again, if someone like Edgar Wright had directed this and it was more like Hot Fuzz, like, you know, when um, Simon Pegg rides into the town square in Hot Fuzz and, you know, he goes, morning, and he's got the shotguns on his back. That's what I thought this was going to be from the trailer. That's what the trailer kind of made me think I was going to get. And I think that's why I was so disappointed because the film is not that. And, and I, that's what I really wanted it to be. So I really wanted to like this film and I just found it just, didn't get to the heights that, that, that I thought it would, really. Uh, again, like, great cast, and it's shot well. The soundtrack is terrific, but I just think the script and the direction just lets it down a little bit. Again, really, really wanted to like it, and um, I think that's what, because I had my bar so high going in, possibly why wasn't a fan because I had such high expectations. So I'm going to give it a one. Mm-hmm. It might be our lowest score for the it year. Is. Merry- and and I, lo- I love Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Speaking of someone who's just gone through all the tallies for the year, this is the lowest scored movie. Oh, is it the worst movie of the year, though? No. No, that was a Taylor Swift thing. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Well, no, there was another one we weren't real happy with. We'll get to that. We'll we'll get to to that. Next week, we'll get to that. What I I would say is um, if you've listened to this, dear listener, and you're not feeling the Christmas spirit, we apologize. Please, (laughs) please go and watch Home Alone and you'll feel better. How cool would it be if... The skinny man, Walton Goggins, rocked up and Chris Kringle blasted out of the shed with all the reindeer and the sleigh and had yeah. a Gatling gun and was just like... That, well, that's what I said earlier. Like, I that's want... what this movie was going to give us. That's what I said and earlier. I, I wanted him to come out with his coat on with like shotguns or Gatling guns hidden under his coat, have some kind of one-liner, like some kind of Christmas-themed... R-rated one-liner, and then get these Gatling guns out or something, and, or a bazooka or something. And I want it to be that level of ridiculous, like Jason Statham in The Meg punching a giant shark. That's the kind of ridiculous this film needed to be. $20 million, $20 million budget? Yeah. Made $400,000? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they could afford to lose another $20 million on this. So but that's the thing, if it was a better movie, it would have made more money. Yeah, we would have said the same thing about Mortal Engines, Mic Drop. Yeah, but Mortal Engines is actually good. Hey, we bring up the music. The theme music. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's time to go, isn't it? <laughs> now, sir. Hey, at least it was a new movie. That was cool. Good yes, it was, a, it was yeah. a new Originally movie. Written. Yeah. yeah. And, and good, there you go. Movie. Into the cinemas we went. 
Okay, so we have been the Trailer Island podcast, and this week we did Batman. Is Fat that, man, yeah. That's what it was called, isn't it? Fat man. Yeah, I'm Cover your head, fat man. And it got five out of 15, which is, uh, yeah, by far the lowest score of the year. But hey, don't let that ruin your Christmas spirit because, you know, if it's something that you want to watch, you should be allowed to yeah. do it. You I, can do what you want. I told go, you it's a good, bad movie. Yeah, you know, make all, all, decision. Always go and make your own opinions about films. That's a very important thing. Go and see it for yourself and, and decide for yourself. And yeah. then get in contact and tell us what you thought. Yeah, absolutely. You can always do that. And, of course, you can do that through many, many ways. There's the website, contact at trailerisland.com.au. Uh, you can head to the Facebook page. Throw us a rating while you're there as well because that really helps us build our audience. So look for the Trailer Island podcast. And of course, you can send any... Uh, requests that you have. I think we've got a couple of requests coming up in we the next do. over yes. the next month or so. So stay tuned. Send in your request. Get in contact with us, and we'll inevitably give it a crack. So we've been the Trail Island Podcast. I've been Alex. I've been joined by Matthew, Chris Kringle, and <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody, and have a good, lovely Christmas time. See you this week. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> This is a Narrative Network podcast.